I will remember you. Will you remember? Okay, yeah, I can't sing, but that song is so appropriate because we took it all the way back to university, college for you U.S. people, and we have so much to say about it. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Guys, welcome. Yes! Yes! I don't know what song this is, but I'm feeling it. I'm doing it. Why not? It's because I was singing. I think that's what it was. (laughs) They're all in the production like, yeah, get it, Linda. Let's record this demo. Not. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> welcome, guys. Welcome back, guys. I'm Linda Antwi. You're here at Whiskey Cavalier After Show. I'm AKA Bellini Bobby. Remembered it again? You did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and to my love, are you laughing already? Yes, Bobby? because it's been yeah. how many weeks? A season. You know why? It's because I uh, lied. I don't like Bellinis. Yeah. Bobby is my definite. Uh, first animal, but Bellini's like I hate slushy so drinks. So what is it instead of Bellini? What is your what's favorite my drink? drink? Yeah, what's your drink? I'm like a wine drinker. Do you like, like like a Cabernet? Do you want like yeah, a... definitely a Cab Pinot Noir? That yeah, type of thing. yeah, I get that. So I understand. Maybe I'm like a Pinot Bob. Pinot, see, but that doesn't even sound good. That's why I forget it, guys. That's why. I <laughs> Who drinks a Bellini? Really, <laughs> amateurs. It's, it's a cute name. <gasps> hey guys, it's Janine Doyon, aka Dirty Midnight. Hey everybody, it's Monty Bolanos, aka Tequila Rex. And we're missing beer brandy. We are. And beer brandy is drinking box wine, watching the show. <laughs> so, Portland, Maine. So don't think I haven't forgotten. <laughs> guys, great show. Yeah. Yes. Overall thoughts. Um, this was less deep than some previous episodes. Mm-hmm. But I laughed out loud, like belly laughed more this episode than I have in some previous episodes. So it was a nice sort of change. I didn't mind that it was a little bit more surface. Totally agree. I feel like we didn't get those crazy stunt scenes. I know there was at the beginning that car crash, which we really enjoyed, but it was also very simple and compared Mm -hmm. to so many of their stunt scenes, we didn't get a lot of that. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotta say that this is probably another one of my favorites. Agreed. Mm -hmm. I laughed the whole way through. Yeah. I don't know who did the writing this episode. I'm gonna take a look and check it out. And probably my little encyclopedia over here will will know. Yeah. Um, But... (laughs) This episode, super funny. Whoever wrote it, continue to write because this was hilarious. Yeah, Absolutely. and it flowed well. Everything about it, like, it, yeah. it really kept us engaged despite the lack of the stunt that we're normally into. Yeah. Uh, it was really simple. It, like you said, it, it didn't dive really deeply into these characters. It was simple. It was surface, but it was good. It was yeah. good. Look, I'm just going to come out and say it. This was actually the first episode ever written by the two writers who have been working on the show for a really long time, but have never written an episode before. So we might as well give them a huge shout-out right uh, now. Yeah, let's really shout good. out, because yeah. it was really, really good. So Kelsey Murray is the writer's room assistant, and Helen Berger is the script coordinator, and they co-wrote this episode together, and we loved it. Ahead, so Kelsey. great job, guys. Yep, great job. It. Thoroughly yes. enjoyed it. Yeah, 100%. Woo. 
and it didn't have all the bells and whistles we're normally getting, which we enjoy. No, it was really good. It mm-hmm. was good. It was a good episode. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have Standish and Jay, and I love how they're really developing their relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad they stopped bickering. Like, I mean, they have the fun bickering now, but they're not doing all that crap that they were doing before in the season. And so we see them racing, and, you know, I love cars, so I was all, I was like, ooh, what are we doing right now? And they're chasing the bad guy, but they're also in, like, a Indy 500 race. What do you guys think of that opening scene? I mean, it's so random and so fun, and I wouldn't put anything else past this show. Yeah. I mean, every time they open an episode, they're in some, like, they're in space, or they're, like, scuba diving, or they're doing something totally random, so it was only a matter of time before they were, like, in a... Indy 500 race. Can you imagine how much fun they have on set? So much fun. So much. And I feel like this is something that not just anybody, like, athletic can do or is, like, has no fear of stunts and stuff. Imagine driving 200 miles an hour because that's what these cars do. You know what I mean? So I thought it was perfect that it was somebody who's a genius and has these capabilities that takes us outside of a normal person because as much as I'd like to think that I could drive 200 miles an hour, I I don't think... I am capable to maintain a calmness to drive a vehicle at that speed. But I believe he did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I do. Kind of like how uh, Beer Brandy thinks that she could throw knives, but she can't. No way. Same thing. Yeah. Hey, girl. Same. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Um, I loved it. And I love the fact that we're also seeing Jay be brilliant in other ways. So now we know he can, you know, kick butt driving cars and do all the gadget stuff and be smart Mm -hmm. and still be like super dapper. Dapper. Yeah. Yeah. I loved everything about it. Yeah. He looked so sharp. Like he even rocked that like onesie thing. I would look like a giant dweeb in that thing, but he looked (laughs) slick. Seriously. I think yeah. I have a pajama onesie and it does not look slick. No. Does your butt open up? But it's super comfy. In the onesie? Uh yeah, it has a little button a little thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. It does actually. <laughs> As I go back here like, does it? Yeah, Do you yeah, know, it like, think about it? How, how yes. Yes, yeah. it does. Yes. Um I loved how he was like, Can I have permission to win? And uh Will was like, No. Yeah. You need to take him down yeah. during this course. So it just kinda goes to show how great he was driving. So I thought that was just super, super fun. And then I don't know if I mentioned that we were in Latvia. No, they no. They were in Latvia, but they were in Latvia for this mission. And I liked how you put it, like, the, just the opening mission. Yeah. Right? So we don't know a lot about it. It's a little bit of fun. We get our foot dipped in a little bit, and then we go from there. Yeah, they do a good job with that, because it kind of makes you pay attention, even if it's just for three, four minutes. If you've never seen the show, it's like an action-packed intro. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with the rest of the show, but it might keep a new viewer interested in, oh, that's interesting. It's the opposite of a cliffhanger. Instead Correct. of throwing something random at the end of the episode, they throw something random at the beginning, so you're like, wait, what? What's and then I have to pay attention yeah. to yep. figure out where this is all going to play out. So what did you think of Standish going up to the guy at the very end, though? Like, in the beginning of that sequence, and being like, oh no, he needs help, his leg is, is broken. Uh, I knew something was going to happen, but I was like, is he really being that dumb? No, I can absolutely relate to that. That would be me. I would be that person. So it totally makes you're sense. You're chasing 
the terrorist. And I wrote, what, what is he? He's a bioterrorist. Listen, I'm not saying it makes sense for the show, especially since a lot of people that they go after don't end up alive. So, like, the idea that he's a little compassionate over a little broken leg doesn't 100% make sense. But as a human being, you would he do that. still has compassion. I love that his heart is still, like, soft. It's not super spy mode. Mm. There's still a little tender which, part of it. Which they said. Yeah. Yeah. It's only believable with Standish. Yes. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's He's in, inexperienced. Correct. And still a little bit, like she said, still a little bit mm-hmm. of love for people, which, you know, they're probably going to suck that right out of him soon. Oh, they're getting closer. But yeah. it's just like, they reveal that he's still kind of normal like we are yeah. in these little moments, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. So then we see Ray uh, and his niece and the tiara and the Federo and all of that stuff. What did you guys think of that? Whole scenario. I mean, like, I love Ray. I think we've established episode after episode. I am Team Ray. And Why are you beaming so hard? Because this is just like <laughs> another side of him. That's like, how do you hate the guy? He's spending time with his niece. Are you kidding me? He can. Yes. Let's have a cocktail, Ray. Josh Hopkins, you and I. Let's have a drink. Listen. I love Ray, and I think this was just like another side of him on purpose. To make you not dislike him. Like, it's making it harder for you to not like this guy who can hang out with his niece and, and get his nails painted. And it's here. I get some lipstick on. Like, what kind of man does that? Not very many. And this is just another way of them, like, forcing him upon the audience. I mean, you're you not going to force me. You're Mom. absolutely right. Like, I was not, t- I actually hated him. I thought he was super annoying. But he's won me over. Mm-hmm. I think he's very endearing and, like, lovable. I personally would get sick of his character because he's dumb. Um, but he's so fun. Like, I could hang out with him. Like, I, I could go and have a beer right. and be like, hey, entertain me. And he would super entertain me. For sure. But would I sit down and talk, like, real things and real No, would you call him? him and, you know, tell him about your life and, like, reveal? No. But as somebody to, like, have a drink with. Yeah. yeah. And, like... Someone to keep it light and fluffy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was totally on your side of yeah. this until I think it was like two or three weeks ago, and then all of a sudden something switched. I remember. They wore me down. Yeah, they wore you down. And now, uh, Monty was right. Team right. She was right the whole she time. She was right. Yeah, yeah because it was so hard to get past. I don't think they've fully developed that or, or concluded the part about him cheating, cheating or being the... Chi-ti yeah. with Will's fiance, but so I think that they still have to sort of tie that up. But if he says, like, if it comes back up, I would forgive him. And can we also talk a little bit about because I know we mentioned it while we were watching, um, and you had the explanation, mm-hmm. but the fact that this episode I loved it, but the fact that Susan and him seemed like they didn't. It's like, you two are sleeping together. Why does it seem so awkward? A disconnect. Yeah, a disconnect. Yeah. And, and it's only just last week where you guys were all hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. So what's happening right now? There was one point, and I can't remember exactly where in the episode it was, where I saw a glimpse of it, and I thought maybe they were going to go down and that road a little bit more. 
can't remember where in the episode it, it was. It didn't but, happen. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about, but it was like towards the end. It was towards the 100%. end. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it was just for just for a little glimpse. Yeah. And I, then they retreated. Does this have to do with that thing we talked about last week of how like the order yeah. of the yes. episodes has been released in a different way? No. Yeah. And, and you totally see that. And it's unfortunate because I think that's something we were really excited about, yeah. right? This like tension between them. Mm-hmm. And to not have it this episode kind of sucked. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, I agree because now we're like, okay, we're kind of all in with them. Yeah. And we love them together and the risks that they're taking. And now all of a sudden it's like, wait, what? Yeah. It's just like how I was like, where's Will's girlfriend for three weeks? Oh, she came back for a week and now she's dead. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like, right. oh, where's the relationship? I wonder how this would have played out had they um, released them in the order that they filmed them. Me too. Yeah. Super curious about yeah. that. Yeah. They should give us like the. Give us the original. Yeah. Like and the roll binge it, yeah, yeah. Okay, the original a live binge party, the four of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the right. original order, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like Star Wars. And speaking of awesome, this awesome network. Why don't we talk a little bit about it? I mean, it's so awesome, right? You know, we'd really just like to thank everybody that tunes into AfterBuzz TV because you've made us the ESPN of TV talk. And without you, we would not be here. We would not be the studio that we are. And we really appreciate it. And you guys might not know, but we love coming here. Whatever we are scheduled to do, we want to be here. We sign up for it. Like, we are here because we want to be here. We want to talk to you guys. We want to hear from you. And it really wouldn't be what it is without you. So we just want to say thank you. We appreciate it. Be sure to rate us, yes. comment us, yeah. at us, get in our inboxes. Whatever, DM. She wants get you to slide I, Yes, at, at me. Yeah. yeah. Josh Hopkins, follow me so we can set you up and you come <laughs> hizzle. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Josh Hopkins, a.k.a. Ray, come on. We're tweeting back and forth right now. Come on the show. Talk to us. For real, for real. Yeah. We'll have a cocktail for you. I'm sorry but, I called you dumb. I didn't mean it. But even if your name is not Josh Hopkins, we still love to hear from you. Sure. So, sure. Quick shout out to ER's grandpa, Sue and Smith, and Dylan Jefferson. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming back again. Hi, guys. Um, a couple of comments from them, too. ER's grandpa says, at least Ray knows his limitations sometimes. Uh, football coach, yeah, I could do that. So true. He was a rugby coach. Rugby. Though. Do you believe rugby? Yeah, yeah, but he kept he kept referring back to his days yeah, of football. football. All right. Yeah. Fair yeah okay. All right. Um, and Sue and Smith. Uh, she's she she just loved the episode. And she uh said. Dylan said that he's confused where the headquarters is. This is something that we've been talking Let's about. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Since, I mean, before we move on, because I'm confused. We had to pause it so that I could understand. Okay, mm-hmm. so. They're in Latvia. So every time they go on their European mission, they have the Hive, which sure. is their European home base. Correct? Mm-hmm. That's we what we correct? think. Yes. That's okay. our understanding. But we don't know what city the home base is in. It could be anywhere. It's true. And fair enough. You go to Europe, you can get anywhere really. Like, I exaggerate when I say this when you're like, oh, you can get anywhere like in an hour. But it feels like that because you can take the train anywhere. You can take cheap flights anywhere and, and be everywhere. So, assuming that that is true, they go to Latvia, then they go to the Hive, but we don't know where the Hive is, so in between mission, they go to home base in the, at the Hive, somewhere in Europe, and then they go back to the mission, yes. because that's what they make it seem like, but it's confusing. Yes. It is. It's just hard to believe that it's so simple to access. I think that's what we're having trouble with. Yeah. I'm having trouble with it because, remember last week, they were somewhere crazy and then all of a sudden they were 
in the hive at the lab. And I'm like, did you all transport the prisoner here? And, yes. And that all happened in 20 minutes? Yeah. Because that's hard to believe. <laughs> That's what the timeline. Like, I think they just want us to buy into it, which I don't think, you know, we, we buy into it for the most part. We're barely talking about this now, even though this has been a thing on our minds for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And it's just the ti- the timing seems off. They need yeah. to explain it. Yes. Yeah. But to Dylan's point, yes, the bar is in New York City. The dead drop bar. Correct? Yes. We, yeah. We all b- yeah. believe that to be true. Then the hive is in Europe. Okay, yeah. so... We've established that. Yeah. So moving forward, I think next week it'll be a lot easier for us to be able to pick up if the continuity is correct, like how they're able to just time jump no, as much. No, it's not. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> You're forgetting Latvia, and then all of a sudden, and actually, where were they? Uh, they were in Romania for the main mission. They're in Romania for the main mission, and then they're in their same clothes. At the hive, like chit chatting and like watching the soap opera, which is university. You're which right. I was like, wait, so what? Did you all fly for two hours? Did you take the train? And now you're just kicking back and unwinding? Is it 20 minutes later, an hour later, the end of your day? I don't get it. That's true. We don't need to wait until next week. We've already answered it. It doesn't make sense. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Y'all should explain it. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. All right, so they have the mission. Uh, the mission is King King, that tequila ah! Kim <laughs> Yun Sung, and uh, he's a mag. What is it? Maglev? I can't even remember. Maglev tech. Oh, maglev. maglev. Yeah, that's yeah. derived oh, right, from so. magnetic levitation. Yeah, so he's a magnetic technician. And the military from his country uh, wants his research. Mm-hmm. And they're basically trying to make him like a, a, a criminal because they want to use this technology for war and warfare. So the team has to go undercover, go to co- college, they say, which they would not say in Europe, they'd say university, by the way. Um, <laughs> and basically, like, Extract him, make him defect, and get the and get the technology. What did you guys think of the mission, and what did you guys think of Standish being the lead on this mission, according to Ray? I didn't feel like it was as high stakes this week as it's perhaps been in the past. There have been times where like Ebola will you know infect all, all of Europe, or <laughs> you know they have like the the code to a giant nuclear. War. It just didn't feel like the stakes were quite as high, mm-hmm. but I didn't care. Yeah. I still liked it. Yeah. I still liked it. I think this is the perfect mission for him to be in charge of, too. Yeah. Because he's at MIT, mm-hmm. he's new, and like you said, it wasn't super high stakes. Mm-hmm. He also could look like a college student. Oh, for sure. You know, I'm not saying that the others don't look young, but he looks like a college student. You know what I'm saying? So it was totally believable that he would be the one leading this mission. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, at first, you know, when they went to the college and they kind of showed him and then they showed the teachers and then they first started with... They did start... They started with... What are you talking about? The Which way when they, cause, cause, yeah, because they they showed the teachers uh-huh. and it upset me because Dr. First... Vic J. Parlick was first, and then Carmen, who, who was Susan, was second. Okay, 
So I had a problem with the way they portrayed Susan, where she was like just this like nice college professor, and it's like no professors like that. No professors. You're walking. It's like how are you all doing? <laughs> professors in college are like sit down, let's get going. Like this is what we're gonna do. But then they went to the other ones, like you know uh, Jay, and it was like yes. When he was like I don't care about your names, everybody like that was like yes. That was that I believed is a college professor in this you know type of state. So I like that they show the different ones. Because at first I was like not loving it and then I was like, yeah, you're showing very different styles of teachers in college and now I believe it. Because for a second they lost me. Mm. Okay, but Susan's portrayal of a professor is not the one that bothered me. The like sexual tension, tit for tat, little repertoire between Will, Will and, and Frankie, Frankie that bothered me more. It bothered me more because they can do that when they're like stuck in a closet together, right? And have an inopportune little flirt chat. Yeah. But not when you're standing in front of a bunch of students trying to keep your cover. I totally agree with you. And and, and how inappropriate with the Me Too movement and like 2019. You're not going to do all of that in front of a bunch of university students who are looking at you like what's going on or like take it to the bedroom like that I mean we're so politically correct whether you agree with that or not but that wouldn't happen because you know what one of those students would be offended and they would take it to the dean and that would be a wrap but is that more of an American thing I don't know maybe it's different maybe maybe at a European university maybe it and you know what you're probably right yeah it might be different in a euro I don't agree with you gals and I also felt like she was dominating that whole duo thing that it didn't feel like he like I, I did not feel the way you guys felt at all to be really? honest with you you didn't think it was inappropriate that mm-hmm. they're like trying to keep their covers but they were also like sexually they, they were, were all the sexual innuendo yeah they were using I, literature to publicly sext is basically yeah, for sure but she down. was also handling it so I didn't feel this, I, I didn't feel like it was so politically correct or not, because I, I thought she handled it, and she was the one that was, like, making fun of him, and she was the one that kind of, like, handled it. Hmm. So I didn't, I didn't feel like that. I'm not saying, like, the tension was unnecessary, because we get their tension all the time. That's not mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But I didn't feel the way you guys felt about it. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Standish trying to... Win over his oh roommate. my gosh, him as Reggie, so great, right? And so, what did you guys think of that? How he came on super strong, and do you remember your college days and having a roommate in that whole situation? How that felt for you? Because I'll tell you this: if he came in the way he came in when I was in university, there's no way I would not have taken him seriously. I would have said, like he said, I think that my. Um, new roommate is selling heroin and I can't he's making me uncomfortable you would have been that person hell with that character that first <laughs> came in hell yeah what that I, was so much fun I'm Come with on. Linda no way I, I, I was a super nerd in school I needed oh, to like focus and, and, and get good grades and I liked having fun but I don't like obnoxious like when I'm studying I need to focus I don't like that hey like Oh, hey guy, what's going on? Oh, oh, oh. I'm here, and oh, oh, you're gonna. I okay, but like you show oh. up at, at age 18 to college and or university, and you know you don't really know anyone. You meet someone who's like all about getting to know you and like 
go do things like you wouldn't be sort of interested in where that could go your first thought would be like oh, I'm gonna tell the RA that he is heroin I'm gonna need you to chill out that's, that's what I would have said to Standish you. I'm gonna need that's you to chill that. okay. we can talk All about of that we can talk we could get to know each other but I'm gonna need you to come down from a 10 down to like a 7 like okay. still positive but also don't be crazy like let's chill let's, let's okay. chill there Kim Ludis my freshman roommate if you are listening to this <laughs> please let me know if I was the Reggie in this situation uh, consider that she can't recognize it yes <laughs> yes okay you were. i was the reggie but we got along great for the record so she thinks <laughs> do you still talk to her because clearly you don't since you're like hey if you're watching yes it's just say and that's some time I i'm older than i look linda because that is correct listen, uh, listen i've been uh, to i've been to the universe we've all been there are people that I still talk to on a regular. Mm-hmm. There are people that I don't talk to on a regular because, you know what, I know that you guys didn't really like me and whatever. And that's cool. And, and that's cool. That's cool. So what I'm saying is if you were that person, that's okay because you're amazing. Thank you. Here we are now. And here Thank we are you. now. So you probably don't want to know her that Anyhow. she lives in like no. Kim's great. nowhere. Kim's great and she put up with me. I was very messy. She was great back then, yeah. but you don't know what she's like. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Um, moving on. So, the one thing I didn't like, and I have to mention it even though we've kind of talked about it, I didn't like how when they landed on their undercover that they took that group photo because it didn't make sense <laughs> to me. You have a bunch of... Immediately you said something. I know. I was like, so the one undercover student who's brand new is hanging out with all the undercover college professors. That sounds stupid and looks stupid. And even though no one's probably paying attention, I would be the person that'd be like, how does he know all those people? Because is he getting an automatic A? <laughs> <laughs> I would have. No, and I, I kind of... I, I would have. I was that person. I don't care if you guys are looking at me sideways. Somebody was watching. Person. For real, because someone was always wa- watching. Somebody's always watching, and you said that out loud, and I was I like, did. you know, it happened really fast, but I totally agree with you, because even if, let's say, I wasn't trying to look for that, but let's say I came across that, that would be my first reaction. Yeah. Why is that dude... With all the professors... Is so he a TA or just a sucker? Or sucker? Sucker, TA, whatever. I'm going to have to find out. Either and way, I'm going to have to know good. him because clearly he knows everyone. So that's all I'm saying. It was unrealistic. Because, like you said, especially undergrad and like yeah. 100 level classes, those teachers don't give up no. about you. They don't want to know all. your name. They don't want to know nothing about you. Mm-hmm. Talk to the teacher assistant because hashtag. Hurting you through. Hashtag, did you check the syllabus? Hashtag. Syllabus! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, let's quickly talk about the different styles of teachers. So, what did you think of Jay as a teacher? As Dr. Parilik? He's a, he was the best one. Yeah, I think most, like, most believable. Mm-hmm. Just most believable in the sense of an undergrad taking, like, a GE class. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't know how... It's obviously different as you get to, like, your junior and senior year and it's like very you know more yeah. close-knit classes mm-hmm. but for a GE class I was like yeah that was my biology teacher right there okay. <laughs> that was it. That was and it. what do we think of uh, Susan as the sexuality and gender oh no that was um, Frankie and Will Correct. sexuality and gender class what do we think of that I know we touched upon it a little yeah bit. I liked him as a uh, like a very vocal feminist mm-hmm. I really liked that uh, but I can't get past their little banter. Yeah, I me neither. It was it. whack. It was whack. Let's talk about Ray as the rugby coach. Can I just say Ooh. this was my favorite part? 
part when he was like, so the first thing we're going to talk about is the team photo. <laughs> and he said, all you gotta remember is put your hands behind your back and thick neck. And if you're wondering what I'm thinking about, nothing. It's just clicks and buzzes. I mean, it was fun. It, it was funny. I died. I'm still dying. Clicks and buzzes because you know what? You're playing off that dumbness. 100. <laughs> Team Ray. Team Ray. All clicks and buzzes. So, speaking of Ray and rugby, hooker is actually a position. Is it? Yep, I have Google here verifying it, and I think that's so clever of the writers. So back to Kelsey and Helen, very bravo. clever. Yes, super that bravo. was super funny. Bravo, bravo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then so, oh, have- Dylan says as a former player, he had the pose dead on. Did he <laughs> get it, Dylan? I believed it. You know what I mean? Like, that is how, if you think about, like, all, because here in the USA, we don't really have rugby. But think about all those football poses or, like, the yeah. high school. Everyone's like this. Like, that next like, a thing that us ladies are trying to get rid of. Yeah, like, they're the here thing. trying to, like, make it a thing. But I believed it. I, right? It's like, yeah, that like, is really a man like thing. Like, when the veins were popping, I was like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yep. Okay, guys, I wanted to talk about, because you called, caught this, and you called it, Monty. Instantly. So, uh, we fast forward. The bad guys are going to be after Young, and we know that Standish is not making a really great impression. So they're walking after class, and Stan is just trying to, like, do his thing. And all of a sudden, we see the two bad guys on the motorcycles. And Stan saves the lives. And then, Monty was like, oh, well, that's just, like, Will and Frank, Frankie. Yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> they're trying to kill him. After commercial break, oh, we find out it was Will and Frankie. And I was like, are you clairvoyant? And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, Rain so Man. Bad. I just felt, I felt, they do foreshadowing a lot on this show, and it was like the whole thing at the beginning of the show where they're like, you're not that good of an actor. Like, that they needed it to be real Mm. type of thing. So that's why I thought that. It was because of the setup of the beginning of the show. Mm. I'm not that smart. Uh, It was just the setup (laughs) that they had given me. And I was like, oh, I see it, I've connected it, it's all... It all makes sense. That's she really... totally connected it, and I, I was did. like, Whoa, "Yeah, I did not." Do yeah, you, do you have superpowers? Uh, yeah, I and did. She does. Yeah, I did. I uh, do. We find out that Claire is kind of the, the traitor. She's like the pretty girl right. that comes up to Will. I knew in there class. was something suspicious about did that. You? Yes, I knew. It. I'm not as smart as Monty here, but like that just seemed too like tacky. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought agree. she was just there to make Frankie jealous. To be honest with you, I didn't think she was gonna have and like insecure. a real role. At the end of the mission, I didn't think at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know necessarily she was like the bad guy. I knew that she was going to be a problem. Sure, sure, sure. Because sure. Okay. that is a distraction. That is a weird, uncomfortable situation that now he's going to have to navigate around while they're trying to focus on this other, more important thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the catcher. So they get to the mm-hmm. library, and I love the fact that Susan again saved the day. And I love her line I did both in heels. That was fantastic. Yeah. Yes, girl. Kick butt, save the day. Yeah. All in heels. In heels. Go ahead, Susan. Yeah. I can't wear heels or kick butt. So oh. she got two on me. Really? I love heels. I was born in heels. Oh, how nice for you to be tall enough where you don't have to worry about heels. What a nice life she lives. See? I don't have the option. What a nice that's, life. There you go. I mean, listen. <clears throat> that's all I wear. Um, And then... 
let's talk about uh, the plan. So they said a little bit how um, Standish wasn't a good actor, and they really felt like he wasn't really leading this mission well, and they really helped him out. But in the end, when um, this guy's government, Young's government, wanted to take him, they had their own secret plan because mm-hmm. I think they finally bonded mm-hmm. and they finally were like, okay, hey, we're the same person. And they didn't tell anybody. And you, I thought, I was like, oh my goodness. First of all, Standish, this is your first undercover and you were a little quick on the twi- trigger, mm-hmm. I thought, like when I saw that. But then I found out that that was part of their plan and, you know, he really wrapped it up. What did you guys think of that whole thing? It was great. I mean, it was, I waited for that explosion at the end. I mm-hmm. waited for the whole thing because we, to Monty's point, there really wasn't that much no. action compared mm-hmm. to previous episodes. So that was a really, like, fun way to wrap it up. And also, like, Reggie pulled through. He, you know, he won him over. <laughs> yeah. As Standish, but I, I love how you're calling him Reggie but still. Yeah. A little bit of Reggie lives within Standish. Yep. For real. Yep. Yeah. For real. Uh, in that moment, when the beginning of that was happening, I felt the same way. I was like, oh, Standish, really? Yeah. And it, it was going to be, I was I was prepared to sit here and tell you that was my least favorite part of the episode. Mm. I was hating it as it was unraveling. And then it turns out they had their own secret mission. And yeah. I was like, yes. Because before that, I literally was like, this is the worst part of the episode. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't believe it. It's I, I, I almost like a easy way out. Like, Standish. all of a sudden, you don't know where he is. He just took off. Exactly. Where, where the were you? There, exactly. I literally was like, of course this is Standish. Like, yeah. it, it didn't it, it didn't make yeah, me feel I good. So when it, when it did that turn, I was like... Golf, golf clap, golf slow, clap. Slow clap. Golf clap. Snap. <laughs> I'd like to say that Dylan and Ear's grandpa both say that they called it with the twist. So they? Yeah, they did. Go mm-hmm. ahead. You're clairvoyant too, you mm-hmm. Rain man. Um, so, anything that we didn't cover that you want to... Say um, about this episode. Yes, Jay and Susan's telenovela, like spy. We talked about that a little bit, but yeah, I loved it. It was so fun. I thought it was like they wrapped it up so well at the end. I, I almost was as invested in that saga as like the I real mission. It. Have you ever? So I watch a lot of true crime. Do you ever watch those videos? First of all, I don't understand why we're in 2019 and video technology is all messed up still. Like. Y'all, my iPhone can take better pictures mm-hmm. than these stupid surveillance can work on that. But I <laughs> Just put love, an iPhone up there. For real. Wrap it up. Do whatever you gotta do. But I love that they, they made that like a telenovela soap opera. I loved it. I loved it. They were so giddy. I would do fun. the same thing. Yep. I'd be like, ooh. So who is who's sleeping with who? What? <laughs> I mean, I do that at work right now. I'm like, oh, so who? Oh, what? <laughs> Love it. Because it, it's, it's true. It it's keeps so the day fun. going by. It's Listen, so y'all don't want me to call you out, but I know a few things about y'all doing the most. Keeping it's it real. Best. Keeping it 100. Keeping it 100. Oh, never um, telling her Let's move anything. on to Beer Brandy's <laughs> special segment, Mixing It Up. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad that it's not whiskey. It's tequila. Tequila is spicy. Yes, tequila. Normally, Monica handles all of this. Last yes. week, Janine handled it. She brought in some whiskey. And then I was put in charge. I was like, we're not drinking whiskey. 
This is funny. You guys are cute. We're not doing that. Um, So we are actually having Don Julio Blanco. Uh, I'm a big tequila drinker. And if you guys drink tequila, listen, Patron might be advertised right, but it's not the best tasting tequila. (coughs) If something around the same price, try some Don Julio Blanco. Uh, Add a little pineapple juice. You don't need to have it as a shot. You don't need to have it as a margarita. And that way you can control how sweet it is. And honestly, that's all you need. A little bit of ice. Make it chilled. That's it. It makes it really sweet or not. It depends on how you want it. But both flavors complement each other in a really nice way. Don Julio goes down a little smoother than most tequilas. And it's not very expensive. We need a name, Monsi, for it. Um, Can it be Tequila Rex? No, because it's my name. Yeah, oh. I'm okay with that. I'm I okay vote yeah that too. So we're doing the tequila rex. Why not? In honor of tequila rex. Yeah. Why not? I'm just letting you guys know. You don't have to. It's it's a nice sipping drink, it right? Is. We're enjoying so, it. Easy to drink. Cheers, cheers. tequila rex. <laughs> awesome. Mm. Guys, moving on to some news and gossip. After Buzz TV news. Well, Sue and Smith, you mentioned what about the singing? I think that uh, our host here, Linda, rivaled Standish, but his singing was pretty on point. I sang the same song that he sang. I know. You didn't catch that part, Susan? (laughs) (laughs) I know it was terrible. You probably were blocking your ears, but I tried. Okay, so a couple of news and gossip items. So Ray's niece at the beginning of the episode that we all agreed made him all the more lovable was actually played by Scott Foley's daughter, Melina. So there were three Foley's. Everybody Foley's in the doming chest I said this. I said, Scott Foley's like, if we're all out here, y'all are all working. The whole Foley (laughs) family is working. Everyone that's in this household is Mm -hmm. bringing in a check. Mm -hmm. I mean, why not? Why Why not? not? I'm about it. Yeah. Um, So the storyline between Jay and Susan that we just talked about um, was one of the first, like, ideas that they were talking about for the beginning of the script. And even though this went through several revisions, they insisted that that stay. And yep. I'm so glad that they made that decision. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they're also deciding that they're going to give Ray a catchphrase. As um, he should, yes. He should have one. I think so, too. And they're considering party people. Like, what's up, party, party people? Party people, get it. I don't even know. I'm for it. I'm for it, too. I'm for her singing. I think I'm for the catchphrase. It wasn't a song I'm back in sure. the 80s or 90s, the 2000s. I don't even know. But I know there was party people, get it. Yes. I just remember going like this. I have just that one line in my head, but you're absolutely correct. Yeah, I don't know what it was. But. Speaking of the, what did you say, 90s, 80s? I don't know. I said 80s to t- 2000s. Yeah, so speaking so of one of those years. decades, um, we already <laughs> said, like, early, week two maybe, that Scott Foley fell in love with acting after he... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we lost Linda. We lo- it happens Sorry. every week. She'll yeah. come back in five seconds. So Scott, going. Foley, Scott Foley fell in love with acting. 30 year <laughs> reign. That song could have been any time. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so Scott Foley, uh, Scott Foley fell in love with acting after he watched a production of Annie when he was a kid. But the show that was a big hit in the 80s that he used to watch and that made him realize he wanted to be a television actor. Do you know what show that is? Yes, because that was something that I looked up. And it was Growing Pains. Growing Pains, it, that's right. Yes, of course it and was he, Growing Pains. Yeah, and he's still fanboys all over 
Yeah, can I just add to that a little bit? So Scott Foley isn't afraid to admit his love for late 1980s family sitcom Growing Pains. I watched every episode about that show he told Varieties. My favorite episode podcast from the Entertainment Tonight's backstage clips where Kurt Cameron got a Honda Prelude. I mean, I remember what kind of car he got. I was a big fan of it. I had a crush on Tracy Gold. I still Hmm. now will read the People Magazine articles of these actors. Folly said that Growing Pains was more than a sitcom to him. It was the dawn of his realization that he could act on television for a living. It was one of the shows that I think I realized, hey, I can do that. I was at the age where I was starting to form ideas for what my future would hold. And what was crazy about it is that he had lost someone and the episode that really inspired him is an episode of loss from Growing Pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> um, I mentioned two weeks ago yes. uh, in the news and gossip section that uh, the showrunner Bill Lawrence, mm-hmm. his wife is going to be on an upcoming episode and we saw on tonight's teaser trailer that it's going to be next week. So, um, yeah, so Krista Miller, his wife, will be on next episode as Frankie's mentor, and I literally can't wait. I'm so happy to be here right now, but I wish it was this time, like, a week from now, because I'm dying to see it. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, So let's move on to some pictures that we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So last week we had an appreciation picture for Scott Foley. This week, Whiskey Cavalier on Instagram posted at Lauren Cohen appreciation post. Whiskey Cavalier, and it's just her. She's Aww, fabulous, she's beautiful. She's literally glowing. Yeah, uh, Verdas. Okay, guys. So I didn't know how much of a big comedian Verdas is, but he's huge, right? We talked about his Netflix series, and he's on the road right now, currently touring. Um, but he's super funny. So we all know that the Met Gala was this week. And the, uh, trend, not the trend, but... The theme. The theme. That's the mm-hmm. word I was looking for. Was <laughs> And so he posted on his Instagram and he said, this is my second outfit um, at the Met Gala. They said camp, so... And he posted <laughs> his tent. And it's so funny because in the comments, Scott Foley is just like, Boo. <laughs> like, you suck. That's not funny. I'm pretty sure Veer Das also tweeted tonight that Ray's boa and tiara was his Met Gala outfit. I believe it. Amazing. Perfect. Super funny. Priceless. And then, speaking of him, he uh, also posted this on uh, Instagram as well. And, you know, we all do the selfie mm-hmm. and the mirror selfie at that. And it says, all we need is just another picture on the wall and it's him kind of like mirror selfieing, but then I was like, look in the background. He's like at some restaurant by the bathroom. And just like, yeah. <laughs> Let me do a selfie real quick. I mean, I agree. I was like, I know this is just like a normal selfie, but there's something about it that's like really extra that I could not do. Right. Like, why so you in front of the bathroom? Yeah. Um, and then the next one I thought was super cute for our professors. And it said, find yourself someone who can you can be dorky with together, and it's Will and Frankie. Oh, but that was them when they were um, the, like, IT yeah, folks. Yeah, The couple. But, or no, they weren't a couple. You're right. They were undercover, undercover. IT folks. You're right, you're right. Yeah. But I'll never forget that outfit. You know, it's um, funny. 
sorry that funny. you guys show that photo because one of the things it just came to me so I didn't mean to change the conversation but at the beginning of this episode Frankie was wearing this like really ugly sweater and I was like why are you putting her in this this was at the very beginning it was kind of like fuzzy mm-hmm. and like a cream neck. leopard print Some, mm-hmm. yes and I was like why are we putting her in this like just put her in a tank top or something but I felt like that was one of her worst outfits in the entire season mm-hmm. as Frankie but I mean, if this was the beginning episode, maybe they the beginning of know. this episode, beginning of this today's of today's yeah, episode, of today's yeah. episode. But it was the first one that they wrote, right? Well, no, because Tina was in this episode, oh, well. so it couldn't have been. The it was beginning. just an ugly sweater. Though. Yeah. It was. It didn't compliment her. Um. Then Scott Foley, because he's super funny, he's on his cell phone. He said, "This is me calling and asking everyone I know, four people, to watch <laughs> Whiskey Cavalier tonight." <laughs> and then Scott has a hobby that I, I think is great. So he posted a picture of this axe with this uh, wooden handle. And it says, oh, yeah, the axe. That's um, what I'm using in the previous video. And he has a video where he looks like he's a lumberjack and he's hacking out wood. And he made it. He made the handle. And what he says is, so I knew that we would be staying in Prague after wrapping Whiskey Cavalier so that our kids could finish out the school year. My plan was to spend this time with my family, enjoy our adventure, and make some handles to go with a bunch of antique hammerheads I bought online. That's right, hammerheads. I bought a box of 20 or so. <laughs> so far, I've completed completely ignored my family, but I've made a bunch of handles. Check out Step by Step. Um, through the process, and he create and he he created these. And what's so funny? Uh, Tyler James write, writes that looks like a lot of time spent outside. <laughs> and last but not least, because you know it's Tyler James, and he was the star of this episode. It is the ten year anniversary of Everybody Hates Chris. So can Aww. you believe it's been ten years since the season finale? And I thought that this would be appropriate because look how young he was. And yeah. He's like a baby, a baby ten years ago. Yeah, but also looks exactly the he same. Girl, black don't crack. Yes, girl. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we are done for today. Next week, same time, same place. Guys, comment below on our YouTube. DM us. At us, do whatever you gotta do. You can find me anywhere on social media at Linda So Girly. I'm at Janine Doyon. You can find me at Monse Bolanos. And until then, same time, same place next week. Bye for now. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.